morning. I hope everyone is well. Today I will talk about the Dharma of mindfulness. In a modern society, people often use daily schedules to efficiently handle numerous tasks amid fierce competition. However, not so many people practice mindfulness as a tool to control their inner selves. The dictionary definition of mindfulness is the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. A mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment. In one Buddhism, Sotesan, the founding master, said, Mindful refers to acting with heedfulness in making choices with regard to items that you resolved either to do or not to do. Unmindful refers to acting without heedfulness in making choices. Master Jung San, the second head Dharma master, said, The practice of mindfulness lies in constantly guarding one's mind while handling daily affairs. In this practice, one is constantly on one's guard and in the right state of mind so that one's seeing, hearing, speaking, acting, or resting will be in accordance with the correct standard. The basis of practicing mindfulness is to be awake and live deliberately so that we can maintain the right state of mind in every single moment. Through the practice of mindfulness, we can restore and cultivate our true nature, free from disturbance, delusion, and wrongdoing. This is the most important of all the things we can do. To sum up all the teachings of one Buddhism in one phrase, the Dharma of using the mind. To use our mind well, the practice of mindfulness is the key. I would like to share my experience. Long ago, I was walking down the street toward the temple where I served in New York City. Holding a bunch of flowers in my arm, I kept thinking about the flower arrangement for a memorial service. Continually, ideas kept coming to my mind. I thought, most of the flowers on the altar are still fresh, but a few are withered. It needs only a little change. I put these fresh flowers here and there, and the greens should be should here and there. In my mind, I already finished the flower arrangement. Okay, it's done. Then another thought came up automatically. What can be a good example for practicing meditation? At that time, I was preparing a Dharma talk on the topic, the merit of meditation. So I kept thinking and thinking. 
When I reached the crosswalk, I saw the sign walk carelessly. And without stopping, I was about to cross the street. At the very moment, a speedy car suddenly passed by me. What was happening to me? If I had moved just one step forward, I might have been struck by the car. The car was passing very fast. This happened in a second. How unmindful I was. It was an unforgettable lesson to me to be mindful in the present moment. We never know what will happen if we are unmindful in our daily lives. Before acting, stop, think, and then act. This can be a simple guideline to practice mindfulness. How to practice? In one Buddhism, mindfulness practice is quite specific. For effective practice, you need to find a better way in order to keep progressing. There are three methods described in the scripture. Bean count method, assessing mindfulness and unmindfulness, and keeping a diary and mind journal in accordance with your capacities as practitioners. These three methods have different names. However, the aim of all three is the same. The aim is disciplining oneself for greater mindfulness. First, bean count method for checking the state of mind. During the founding master Sotesan's period, many people didn't know how to read and write. Keeping a record regarding their mindfulness practice was important, and they needed a process for this checking. So the founding master set up the method of checking beans for them to examine both their mindfulness and unmindfulness. They used two different colored beans that are easy to distinguish, light or dark colored beans. When a practitioner was mindful in action, he or she put a light colored bean in a pocket. When he or she was unmindful in action, he or she put a dark colored bean in the pocket. The pocket should have two separated spaces, one for holding both light and dark colored beans before starting and another for checking the progress of their mindfulness practice. At the end of the day, if the number of light beans was greater than dark beans, it was evaluated that the person practiced well. As technology developed, various devices are now used. Mindfulness watches, mind mindfulness beads, or cell phone applications. Nevertheless, some practitioners still prefer the bean count method because it is simple and convenient. Master Tesan used this bean count method for his mindfulness practice for a long time.
After he became the third head Dharma master, he gave his bean pocket to Master Chuasan, who later became the fourth head Dharma master. To assess mindfulness and unmindfulness, Master Chuasan said there are four ways to practice mindfulness. Firstly, daily schedules can be the tools to practice mindfulness. For example, morning meditation, mealtime, meetings, walking, scripture reading, exercise, evening chanting, and so on. You can examine whether the activity was done mindfully or not. Secondly, divide a day into four periods of time, such as early morning, morning, afternoon, and evening. Thus, mindfulness can be checked four times a day. Thirdly, without a specific list of items to practice, every activity in the day can be the focus. Lastly, a day from getting up to going to sleep can be an item, only checking mindfulness once throughout the day. You can select one of these ways. However, it is important that the way you choose should be appropriate to your level of practice and living circumstances. If you are new to practicing mindfulness, Start with a few areas of your life. For example, this week you could start when you wake up. Applying mindfulness to the first minutes of your day can set the motivation for your entire day. You can select two or three specific items from your list to deepen your practice or to change your bad habits. You could choose from meditation, scripture reading, exercise, mindful eating, no smoking, no alcohol, sleep at a regular time, and so on. Since we are at the beginning of the new year, I would suggest you to select your new year resolutions as your mindfulness practice items. My new year resolution is to deepen my practice through the essential dharmas of daily practice. Naturally, these nine essential dharmas became my mindfulness items to focus upon. When I recite the nine essential dharmas of daily practice in morning meditation, I try not simply to recite the words, but to grasp their meaning in my heart and mind. At night, I reflect on my practice, reviewing each item, and check whether I was mindful or unmindful to apply each item into my practice during the day. And then I write down the number of mindfulness and unmindfulness events in my diary. The founding master said, you must assess and check your mind over and over to see whether or not your mind is disturbed, deluded, or subject to wrongdoing, whether or not you have been making active progress in belief, zeal, questioning, 
and dedication. Whether or not you have been living in gratitude, living a life of self-power, readily learning, readily teaching, and benefiting others. He continued, you must do this until ultimately you reach a state of in which your mind needs no checking. It is said that a person's mind is so extremely subtle that it exists when you take hold of it, but disappears when you let it go. How then can a person cultivate one's mind without checking it? Recently, one of our members asked me to talk about losing weight. Does mindfulness help losing weight? I can say yes. Studies have shown that mindfulness can help people achieve and maintain a healthy weight. It is so common for people to watch TV, computer, or smartphone screen and eat snack food out of the box without really attending to how much they are eating. You should know that after you start to eat, it takes approximately 20 minutes before your brain sends out the I am full message. If you eat lunch at your desk while you are finished a project, you are far less likely to recognize that the body has cued you to put down your fork. With mindful eating, you eat when you are hungry. Focus on each bite. Enjoy your food more and stop when you are full. Thus, you can keep healthy weight. To lose weight, you need more exercise or physical activity. Mindfulness can help you enjoy these activities. When you focus on your body, it can motivate you to move more throughout the day. You might also be more appreciative of your body and be kinder to yourself. In mindful exercising, you will notice how your body feels. You will find out which part of your body needs more attention. You will notice your thoughts about how you are moving. When I practiced yoga, in the beginning, I felt that certain parts of my body were tense, so I couldn't stretch as far as I was supposed to. As I focused on my body with conscious breathing, gradually I could stretch out and this encouraged me to keep practicing. In warm Buddhism, mindfulness practice can be done effectively by keeping a diary called Dharma record and mind journal to assess and check whether we are mindful or unmindful during the day. And it is considered the most important part of one Buddhist practice. The founding master said, with regard to mindfulness and unmindfulness, you are to investigate and record the number of times you handled every e any event you faced in either 
a mindful or unmindful fashion. In the beginning, you are to keep track of the number of times you acted with heedfulness or without heedfulness in making choices, regardless how things turned out. As practice deepens, however, you are to keep track of the number of times the result was good or bad. I would like to share a member's experience with her permission. When I served at the local temple, I had a Dharma interview with one of the temple members who sincerely practiced mindfulness and kept checking her diary every day. I asked her a few questions. How do you check the Dharma record regarding mindfulness? What are your selected items to practice mindfulness? How does practicing mindfulness help you? She answered, I selected three items. First of all, patience and tolerance with my family members. This helps me to practice staying in the moment. Secondly, no drinking. She said, next month will be my seventh anniversary of no alcohol and no smoking. Thirdly, not having to be right. It's better for me to understand than to be understood. She added, practicing mindfulness with keeping a Dharma record is very helpful. I can see my progress clearly and I can go further with no doubt in my practice. In fact, the spiritual power of Dharma can be reached not through words or thoughts, but through repeated practice. There is a famous Zen story. In the Dang Dynasty of China, there was an excellent writer called Nak Chanpak. He was very intellectual and full of self-conceit. One day, he visited a Buddhist temple for the purpose of asking a Zen master something challenging. He asked, what is the key to reaching the Buddha's teachings? To do something good, the Zen master replied, as the most knowledgeable writer of his time, Nak Chanpak, upon hearing this, was disappointed at such a simple answer. Pak asked again, is that the key to reach Buddha's teaching? It sounds so easy that even a three-year-old child can know such a simple moral principle like that. The master then said, absolutely. What you are saying makes sense. You are right. It is so easy that even a three-year-old child can know it. However, it is never so easy to practice, even for an 80-year-old adult. Peck was ashamed for testing the master, and so his attitude of self-conceit. Finally, he realized the deep meaning of practice of Dharma.
Master Tessan said, "If you sincerely practice for ten years, you will acknowledge it. If you sincerely practice for thirty years, others will acknowledge it. If you sincerely practice for fifty years, heaven will acknowledge it." Buddhahood can be reached step by step. By practicing small things one by one, mindfully, through continuous and repeated practice. I hope all of you may deepen your practice of mindfulness and live in the present moment with more contentment and peace. Thank you. Thank you.